Outlaw Revival, the show dedicated to stories told through the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Hear your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I am your host, Fred. That great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater. Today we are continuing on our run of the Final Room Productions' new show, The Troll of Stony Brook. Today we have the exciting fourth installment, The Climax, the showdown at Stony Brook. Uh, so to give you a quick recap, this guy named Jamie, an awkward teenager driving down the road, ran over something, turned out to be a troll. Uh, his friend Rick brought him back to the scene of the crime and uh, harassed the troll at his camp. Um, troll ate Rick. Uh, Jamie was held hostage and then uh, learned that the troll was actually not such a bad troll. He just sort of didn't have anywhere else to go and humans kept harassing him. Well, humans harassed him yet again and the troll ended up beating a police officer. So now we find ourselves um, in, in this showdown situation. The troll is on the run hoping to escape while the police come cracking down. Final Rune Productions presents The Troll of Stony Brook by Frederick Greenhalge. Part 4, The Showdown at Stony Brook. Okay, um, now things are going haywire. I thought it was bad enough when I hit this troll in my car, right? But then we went to his camp, and he... He ate Rick! And then... Well, I thought he was going to eat me, but... He, he was sad. This sad thing that lived in the woods had nowhere else to go. And that's when the police showed up. And he ate them too! So now, the sun was coming up, and we were really running out of places to run. This is Jane Thompson, WKQM Channel 7, reporting from Stony Brook, where police have encountered a terrible scene. An officer investigating an apparent car wreck has been found dead, along with a 16-year-old boy at an apparent vagrant's camp just a quarter mile off the road. Neither victim's names have been released. Another boy is suspected missing. His car was found abandoned along the Stony Brook Road just two miles from his home at the new Badger Run subdevelopment. Speaking with me on the scene is Sergeant Greg Daly's of the Hampton Police Department. Sergeant Daly's, yeah, what yeah. do the police have to say? Well, we're very troubled at the loss of one of our officers and the local boy. However, we're urging residents not to panic. We have forces in our town, neighboring towns, and the county working to track down this killer. Now, we'll be enforcing a curfew of 8 p.m. tonight and urge you to lock your houses and cars and please make sure your kids respect this curfew. We don't know what this criminal will do, but we do know what he's capable of. Report any unusual behavior to the police and consider the suspect armed and extremely dangerous. Thank you, Sergeant. Claudia, back to you. There's a stream up ahead, and from there, we can wade up the river. And there are caves we can hide in until this all blows over. Okay, all right, all right, yeah, let's just keep moving. I need a moment. You're, you're limping? I just need to rest. The magic isn't as strong as it used to be. I don't think we have much time to rest. No, we don't. The sun is coming too. Too soon. Come on. <laughs> okay, just through that clearing and... What? <laughs> Where did all this come from? It's just a bunch of new houses. It's 
The brook is on the other side of that ridge. How are we supposed to get around it? You're the troll. <laughs> yeah, of course. Okay, listen. We stay low and cling to the woods. Okay. We're almost there. That was episode four of the Troll of Stony Brook. Uh, if you like it, want to hear what happens next? Well, you can stay tuned here till next week, or you can get it now. Visit finalrune.com/troll. F-I-N-A-L-R-U-N-E.com/forward/slash/troll. You can get the whole thirty-minute production, as well as two musical bonus tracks for the low price of two ninety-nine. Um, that supports Final Rune's original audio dramas. You get a pretty cool story at the same time, and music from um, the Big Coffin Hunters and Barb Truex. So, anyways, in the spirit of short serialized audio drama we are keeping it up Um, we're gonna be doing this for this week and next week and then we'll be moving on to more longer form fiction Uh, however we have a lovely piece today from his great audio master tom lopez Um, if you've been tuning in so far this month you've already heard um, lady windermere's blast fantabulous and we started last week with fallen angels that bounce so we continue that story of a dreamy adventure into rio with flo mo and so and so episode four 
A nude woman in a mink coat. Did you ever wonder what it'd feel like to be a nude woman in a mink coat? What? If I were a woman, that's what I'd like to find out. Be nude in a mink? I bet it feels really nice. <laughs> Maybe if the coat were inside out. Fur on the inside? But what are mink coats lined with? I don't know. Rayon? Do they still make things out of rayon? I guess. Rayon. <laughs> Doesn't that sound futuristic? The old future was the best. Yeah, you mean like flying around with a jetpack? Yeah, and driving to work in flying cars. They used to park spaceships in their backyards. They looked like they were made out of cast iron. They were cute, though. Yeah, they used a lot of little rivets. Well, let's get back to the present. If Flo were around, she could do the recap. You do it. Nah, ask Kim. Do you trust Kim? Do you think she'd recap something that didn't happen? Maybe. That would be interesting. But we invented Kim. I'd like to hear how someone we invented describes what happened up to this point. Now, in case you just tuned in, Kim is Flo's twin sister. She's passing herself off as being Flo. She doesn't know that we know that she's not Flo. So, Flo, come on over and give us a recap. How much do you want? Just a simple summing up of the main points up to this point. Sure. Flo is in Rio. She doesn't know that little Leroy is down there looking for her. He thinks that she has the diamonds. He thinks she's me. Flo's met a guy by the name of Nick Malone. Nick Knuckles Malone. He claims to be a dealer in gems, but I wouldn't trust him. Me neither. But you're playing him. That's why I don't trust him. Meanwhile, back here in Manhattan, in the joint they call the Fallen Angels, Joe and Mo are wondering whether I can give an honest recap without twisting the truth to suit my needs. Well, if you don't get an honest recap, then what do you get? You get a rewrite of reality. You mean like fabricate the past? Our memories do it all the time. Yeah, but how do you tell a story if you keep twisting the truth about what happened? Now you're talking history. What history? History is nothing but a bunch of recaps lined up one after another. Uh, look, guys, I got things to do. Thanks, Flo. Sure, anytime. She did a good recap. But she didn't say anything about Rico. What do you want to do about Rico? Let's see what he wants to do. Should we mention that this is uh, all a dream? Too complicated. I want to get back to Rio. Okay. Meanwhile, back in Rio... There's an old Brazilian saying, they don't samba in Sumatra. What's that mean? I have no idea. Nick, you said you deal in gems? Yeah, Brazil is known for its gemstones. Like jade, opal, quartz? Tourmaline, amethyst, topaz? Emeralds? Of course. I deal in precious and semi-precious tropical gems. That sounds exciting. You have to love gems. Listen, I'm going out to visit some mines. Do you want to come? Are there diamonds? Brazilian diamonds? There are, in the states of Mato Grosso and Bahia. Where's Bahia? North. You'd love Bahia. Do you want to come? No, I don't think so. Do you think it's possible to make a living redesigning dreams? Real dreams or fake dreams? What's the difference? Well, there are night dreams, there are daydreams, there are dreams that you hope one day will come true. Hold fast to dreams, for if dreams die, life is a broken-winged bird that cannot fly. 
Langston Hughes? A great poet. I think our personal dreams are the most important dreams of all. Now, speaking of personal, how personal is Knuckles Malone and Flo going to get? Why? Watch yourself. Well, what about Kim and Rico? Rico? Nah, he's got a bimbo stashed away somewhere. Besides, he thinks of Kim like his Aunt Flo. She is good woman. I see your point. Of course, I wouldn't mind getting to know Kim. You want to see her in a mink coat? No, no, nothing like that. Wait a minute. You're married. Yes, yeah, so are you. Yeah, but Nick Knuckles Malone isn't married. Oh, yeah. Try telling that to a judge. Your Honor, I was just being in character. Oh, yeah? Your fly's open. It is? Guilty. Ouch! <laughs> Next case. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in Rio, little Leroy is not doing too good. You know what this is? Cachaça. Alcohol they squeeze out of sugar canes. The Brazilian drink it a billion gallons a day. And they run the cars on it, too. Oh, that's why it tastes like gasoline, but it's cheap. All you gotta do is mix it with pineapple and soda and whatever you got to kill the taste, and boom, that'll do the trick. Wow! Oh. Rats, it's the boss. Don't answer, play dumb. Shh. Leroy's not here. He's sleeping. That Leroy, lazy son of a bitch. Rico want the vodka. Where is Flo? Where is drink, son of a bitch? I'm bringing you drink, Mr. Rico. Yeah, yeah. Not like old day Rico snap finger, everybody jump right on the skin, son of a bitch! Here's your drink, Mr. Rico. Yeah, nah, good. Wait, come back. Yeah? Why you work here? I need the job. You're not married? No. Why? I guess I just haven't met the right guy. You're like my end floor. You know? You mentioned her. Uh, she never marry, I don't know. She good woman, she good backbone, straight. She say, Rico, learn, trade, be happy. Did you follow her advice? Not exact, no. Are you happy? What? Happy? Yeah. You? Am I happy? Uh, I guess. Somewhat. What is somewhat? I could be happier. You look nice. You should be happy. Uh, excuse, please. Yes? What? No, no, no. No flush, no. I want loose face nut. No. Toilet, no. What? Oh, you're a no. Well, okay. And meanwhile, back in Rio, little Leroy is sobered up. So what happened was I was drinking cachaça and I nodded off and I had this dream. And I was back in my room in that roach motel and there were roaches everywhere. One would creep out from under the bed and i stomp on it. Didn't matter how many I squashed, more kept coming out from under my bed and then they kept getting bigger and bigger. And I mean, some of these Brazilian roaches are the size of your shoe. And then I see this king-size roach. He's got a partner. I mean, I'm no way I'm gonna step on those two. They'd flip me on my ass. So in this drunken dream, this voice in my head, it says, Right, the roaches. 
And you know how dreams are. I mean, the next thing I know, I'm standing on the roaches like I've once strapped to each shoe, like I've invented roach roller skates, and we scoot out into the hallway, and then down the steps, and out onto the street, and I'm going, hoo-hoo-ee, this is one wild-ass roach ride. And then I realize these roaches are crazy. They could get me killed. Episode 5, Beyond Your Wildest Dreams. So, little Leroy is in Rio de Janeiro trying to find Kim. He thinks she knows where the stolen diamonds have been stashed. He now thinks she has the diamonds with her. The problem is, it's not Kim, it's her twin sister, Flo, that's down in Rio. Kim is back in Manhattan. I think it's time we got them together. Which ones? Leroy and Flo. He's been looking for her. How about this? Leroy is in Copacabana, and he's walking along the beach, and there, sitting in one of the outdoor cafes, is Flo. She's alone? Yeah, and little Leroy, he can't believe his luck. Here's the woman he's been looking for. So he walks up to her and... Mind if I sit here? Actually, I do mind. Why? Expecting your boyfriend? Maybe I am. I'll buy you a cappuccino. No, thanks. Uh, how about a shot of cachaça? Please leave me alone. I just want to talk, that's all. I don't want to talk to you. You got something that don't belong to you. You're mistaking me for someone else. Like who, your twin sister? <laughs> My boyfriend's going to be here any minute. Your boyfriend? Who's that, Eddie? I don't know Eddie. Yeah, you know Eddie. Dead End Eddie. They call him that because that's where he got it. At the end of an alley. Pow, pow. Will you please go away? The boss is a righteous guy. He's willing to split the take. There is no take. Now leave. If it were up to me. But the boss, he's insistent. I mean, he didn't send me down here looking for you just for my health. You have mistaken me for someone else. Sister, they all say that. Oh, my boyfriend's here. Who? Eddie the zombie back from the dead? <laughs> Hi. Sorry I'm late. You're not Eddie. Who's this? Not even cold in the grave. She's already out looking for warm bodies. What do you want? She looked lonely. I was just making some small talk. Ciao. Do you know him? He thought I was Kim. What did he say to you? It was something about his boss willing to split the take. What does that mean? Eddie was a small-time gangster. Who knows what he was involved with? If this guy bothers you again, let me know. I'll take care of him. I'm telling you, boss, I think he's a, some kind of a dick. No, I mean with some insurance company. That kind of dick. You'll find where she stay? You follow her? Good, good. Now you take her nice place, quiet. So when she scream, no cops, okay? Okay. Yes? What? Is there any more I can get you, Mr. Rico? Not now, no. Okay. Wait, wait. Yes? You drapees on Rico? I beg your pardon? Drapees, you know, buzz, buzz, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand. Drapees, you hear, we're dear. Oh, you mean eavesdrop? No. No, I don't. Okay. Mm. Watch yourself. What's he after? Who knows? But I heard Mo say something about 
Stay away from the little guy with the big Roscoe. That evening, Flo decides to check out some of the small shops in Copacabana. As she's walking back to the hotel, she becomes confused by the small streets and cul-de-sacs. It's getting dark, and then she notices she's being followed. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, girlie. Try running on your long leggies. Yeah, that's it. Run right down the alley. You're about to get cul-de-sacked. <laughs> Hello? Mo? Flo? Help me. What's wrong? Well, I'm trapped in a dead end. There's this demented dwarf who wants something from me, but I don't know what. You mean little Leroy? You know him? He works for Rico. He's convinced I'm Kim. Flo, you're forgetting this is a dream. It's a nightmare. Help me. All these characters are just your own imagination. Well, they've taken on a life of their own. Joe said that could happen. Get me out of here, will ya? Let me talk to Joe. Flows down some dark alley in Rio, and it sounds like little Leroy's about to do her in. I don't think we should intervene. Why not? He's your character. He's sensitive. If we intervene, it'll hurt his feelings. He's a psychopath. Oh, come on. Don't call him that. Hello? Anyone there? Flo, it's Joe. Will you help me, for God's sake? Give little Leroy your cell phone. I will engage him in a conversation, and when his back is turned, slip away. <laughs> he has a gun. You sure about that? It's enormous. He likes big Roscoes. Just put the rascal on. It's for you. Oh, yeah? Hello? Leroy, we gotta talk. Who is this? You don't know me. So? I created you. You're not my old man. I'm more than that. Oh, yeah? Go ahead, impress me. Leroy, I hate to tell you this, but you're living in a dream. I got news for you. So are you. What did he say? He says I'm living in a dream, too. He's out of control. How can I be out of control? Well, I never been in control. He heard that. You're gonna have to take him down. I am down. Can't you see? I'm down here, so come down and get me. Hey, where did she go? Where's that dumb broad? What is that? A roach? Hey, do I know you? Man, I could put a saddle on you. Episode 6. Is this some kind of joke? My name is Nick Knuckles Malone. I was hired by J.R. Mutual, an insurance company. I was hired to locate the stolen diamonds. I too got suckered into the old twin switcheroo. I followed Rico's boy, little Leroy, down to Rio, thinking he'd lead me to Kim. But Leroy was out of his element. He arrived right in the middle of Carnival. It was nuts out there. You couldn't take a step without someone wanting to dance with you. To walk anywhere was like two steps forward, one step back. Meanwhile, little Leroy started drinking the local liquor, cachaça. It's sugarcane alcohol, the same stuff the Brazilians run their cars on. It tastes like it too. Finally, I found Kim on my own, but it wasn't Kim. It was a twin sister, Flo. 
But how could I know if the two of them went in on this together? Who knew which of the twins had the diamonds? I'd like to have a talk with you, miss. Who are you? I'm Detective Sergeant Sam McDuff. What's on your mind, McDuff? Well, it's about your sister Kim. Her boyfriend, Eddie, was involved in a jewel heist. I didn't know, Eddie. He stashed the loot, and we figured your sister, she knows where. If she knew, she'd have flown the coop. Ah, that's just what she did. And we think you know where. It's news to me. You haven't heard from her? Not a peep. Look, sister, I'm being straight with you. Kim, she could end up like Eddie. We're not the only ones looking for her. Oh, yeah? Who else? Whoever else was involved in the diamond heist. And who might that be? We don't know. That's why we're trying to find her. You're trying to get to her before they do? If they find out you're her sister, they're gonna come around looking for you. I don't know anything. Maybe you don't, but they ain't gonna be as nice as me. What can I do? Ah, you stay out of dark alleys. So, Flo's dreams have taken on a life of their own. Yeah, things are getting out of hand. I heard about little Leroy, that sugarcane alcohol he's been drinking. Yeah, he's seeing Brazilian cockroaches the size of flip-flops. I heard they're big down there. In case anyone uh, don't know, little Leroy is down in Brazil. In Rio. He landed right smack in the middle of Carnival. Little Leroy was sent there by Rico to track down Flo, who thinks he's Kim because Kim's boyfriend, Eddie, stashed the diamonds. And then Eddie came to a dead end. He caught it in a cul-de-sac. Here's to dead end Eddie. Why not? You know, before Eddie got croaked, he gave Kim a clue about where he hid the diamonds. Oh, yeah? But it didn't make any sense to her. Rico knows something. Kim is trying to find out what Rico knows. But Rico don't tell nothing to no one. Speaking of Rico, he's sitting over there. He's always talking on his Blackberry. I wonder what he's saying. Probably nothing nice. Listen to me, you tell that little snotty payup or personally Rico bite off his nose. Yeah, yeah. Ciao. Oh, Miss Florence. What? Can I get you something, Mr. Rico? Vodka, no rock. What? Can I talk to you? What? It has to do with someone they call Dead End Eddie. Oh. What? It's about my sister, Kim. Eddie was her boyfriend. Bring Vokta. We talk. I'll be right back. What do you think Kim's up to? I don't know. Does she know how dangerous he can be? She knows what happened to Eddie. Do you think she'd frame her own sister? Look, Rico's making another call. Uh, he's pushing a lot of buttons. Betty's calling Brazil. Yeah? What can I say? She got away. I'll get her next time. Plus, I got friends there watching her. Every move. Yeah. Sure. We'll take care of it at night. Yeah. Ciao. Me and the boys, we're gonna put the squeeze on you, babe. But first, I gotta figure out how to dress you guys. Make you presentable. Ah, I think maybe some coats and some hats. Yeah. But first, I gotta teach you boys how to stand up, so watch me. See? You see how I do it? Yeah. Yeah, now you do it. That's it. 
That's it. Uh. You all fell over. <laughs> Mr. Rico, I think you know that my sister is in Rio de Janeiro. So? She told me she doesn't know where Eddie stashed the diamonds. Yeah. Before Eddie died, he said something about a bird. What the bird? A bird with a broken wing. Falcon. I don't know, maybe. He didn't say. Bird with wing broke. Those were Eddie's last words. Bird broke wing. A broken winged bird. Why? Kim doesn't know why Eddie told her that. Why you tell Rico? Because someone is after her. So? She believes he works for you. Nope. Look, I've told you everything she knows about the diamonds. She doesn't have them. So? Wherever they are, they're probably back here somewhere. Bring vodka. What? Vodka. Yeah, sure. Meanwhile, back down in Rio, little Leroy has been teaching Brazilian roaches how to walk around on their back legs. He's bought himself a sewing machine, and he's been making clothes for his roach buddies. Brazilian cockroaches are the biggest roaches in the world. But nothing like the way little Leroy sees them. You mean like six feet tall wearing trench coats and fedoras? All black shirts with white ties. You know, they look a little like Sicilian roaches. But bigger. The point is, little Leroy has gone bonkers. He's seeing things clearer than he's ever seen before. You think so? No, but he thinks so. Watch yourselves. You're not welcome in this hotel. Tuck your antennas under your hats, boys. That's better. Now, Paolo, you take the back stairs. You see someone coming? Buzz me. And you, Joe, stay in the lobby. Act like you're reading a newspaper. And Roberto, come with me. The rest of you guys, stay out of the kitchen. Leroy enters the hotel in Copacabana where Flo is staying. He slips up the side stairs along with his backup, Roberto. The coast is clear. Roberto slips under the door. Once inside the room, he crawls up the molding, drops down on the door handle, and the door swings open. Now, where did she stash the diamonds? He searches through her suitcase, the closet, the dresser. Bazeers, but no panties. You mean she don't wear no panties? But he can't find a clue as to where the diamonds may be hidden. Yeah, boss. We turned the place inside out, upside down. Nothing. Me and Roberto, we went over it with fine-tooth comb. Roberto, he's the roach. Yeah. Well, he can get into places I can't. Sure, he's Brazilian. He's tough. Yeah, sure, I got a plan. Me and the boys, we got something all worked out. We're gonna send her an invitation she can't refuse. And that was more of Tom Lopez's Fallen Angels at Bounce. We'll be wrapping that up next week with the thrilling conclusion, learning what happens down in Rio de Janeiro. Um, you can also find it on Tom Lopez's website, zbs.org, um, as well as all kinds of other yummy stuff, including his film noir, two-minute film noir work, which is very much like what you're hearing 
if you want more of this stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, let me know what you think about the snack-sized audio drama. Um, you can drop me an email, fred at radiodramarevival.com. Of course, plenty of other listening up at the website, radiodramarevival.com. And you can also connect with us on Twitter, at Radiodrama. You can search Facebook for Radio Drama Revival, uh, comment on our page, or uh, just subscribe to us on iTunes, um, Steady and True, at Radio Drama Revival. That, however, wraps it up for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you like. Radio Drama Revival originates on on-air radio with WMPG-FM, Greater Portland, Maine's Community Radio, and is podcast at radiodramarevival.com with labor to love. Till next time, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. Thank you.